This Belmont Stakes Picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with zero interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Hey everybody, Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this, let it ride. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. I uh, just want to n- let everyone know I'm canceling my orange air color material wow. on account that it didn't go over well uh, in the pre-production <laughs> meeting with uh, Malcolm or Chase. So <laughs> Ryan was throwing out some air quality uh, <laughs> jokes there. Shout out to my dad who uh, sent me first off. Oh, so know, funny. It's just classic old man. My dad still wants to golf, regardless of the uh, East Coast having horrific air quality. My mom. Well, the season getting- <laughs> it's short. It's short season over there, you know. Uh, yeah, my dad texted me yesterday. We got up to <laughs> four forty, which is some air quality uh, index, worst in the nation. And then he follows it up with a text: "I shot a forty-one on the front nine." <laughs> <laughs> Just completely, completely unfazed, doesn't care. No. Ryan, we care about giving out winners. We got I oh. love doing these horse racing episodes. We got Malcolm and the Wolf of Oakland waiting in the wings. Before we do that, though, I, I stumbled upon this uh, oh. a couple of days ago and I was like, oh, I gotta save this for the Belmont stakes uh, podcast. Oh, do you uh, have an air quality? Uh, no, no air quality, okay. no air quality material, but uh, a real men of DJs Belmont edition. SGPN presents Real Men of DGENS. Real Men of DGENS. We salute you. Frank Hayes. That's right. A hundred years ago on June 4th, 1923, jockey Frank Hayes suffered a lethal heart attack in a Belmont Park race. Despite being dead, he remained in the saddle as his mount crossed the finish line to win by a head, thus becoming the first and only jockey to have won a race after he died. So we salute you, Frank Hayes, truly a real Ben of DJs. Hopefully the the mom or whoever owned the horse uh, brought some cash to the funeral. Yeah, classy. <laughs> Took oh, care man. of him. That right. must have been. Do they still? Do they still put the? Do they still like photograph the horse? They still take him to the winner's circle. That must have been an insane event. At least the horse didn't die. No, the horse. We're having did not this die. debate. Who 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 do, who is more important, or who will be cared mm. for more? The players that are being uh, the players being forced to play uh, in New York City, <laughs> baseball players, or the horses that will be forced to run at Belmont. Well, there was some more di- likely to be canceled. <laughs> there was some discussion uh, in the back office there because we were worried. Oh, hey, maybe they're not going to do the <laughs> Belmont because the air quality is so bad. And then I pointed out to Ryan, I'm like, hey, the the Yankees are playing. They're out there, and Ryan only Aaron Judge is more valuable than. <laughs> 
a horse running yeah, in the we Belmont. Were, we were trying to figure out what uh what Aaron Judge's stud fee. Get Malcolm be. on and, and rank <laughs> rank the value of the horses and the players on the Yankees. The, where where their stud <laughs> fees uh figure out. All right, enough messing around. Of course, shout out to Edge Boost. Double your bet with zero percent interest when you use Edge Boost again. Like maybe you got a nice uh, angle on a horse. We're going to talk about some. You can always get those futures bets, which is a uh, a great way. You don't have to tie up all your money. You can use the Edge Boost. Let's say you want to put two hundred dollars down on a horse. You only got a hundred right now. Uh, Edge Boost will spot you the other hundred, and you just pay them back in twenty five dollars uh, a week for four equal weekly installments. Zero interest. It's the first ever bet. Now pay later visa card. You just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge must be 21 years or older to use problem gambling. Call one eight hundred gambler joining us from across the pond. You know him from the premier league gambling podcast and the MLB gambling podcast, Mr. Malcolm Pamford. What's up, Malcolm? Good evening, gents. How are you doing? Um, yes, fine. Nothing much to report. Um, <laughs> Got the Champions League final tomorrow night, uh, which is exciting. So uh, the Belmont Stakes and the Champions League final. So yeah, a, a big weekend of sport coming up for me. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Do you have a? Uh, do you, have you given out your play yet for the Champions League? Uh, I have. Yes. Would you like me to direct people to the podcast, or am I yes. allowed to whisper it quietly <laughs> here? Well, you know what? Yeah. Why don't we, uh, Ryan? What's the best way to reveal it? I guess. Yeah. Make sure you subscribe to the yeah. Premier League Gambling Podcast. Well, I want to know. So, how about you <laughs> check out Malcolm on the show? But then Malcolm also can tell us yes. who he likes in the Champions League final. I tell you what. We'll see. Is the nine to one underdog is at the end of the show. Mm. I will give you my lock here. Oh, nice. um, minus one twenty. Um, so it's not going to make you rich, but a lock's a lock. The lock is under 10 corners. Get Ooh. in. What about that? That's a proper degen bit. Yes. Um, the game script, Manchester City, keep the ball into Milan. It'll just be a typical Italian team. No intention of attacking or scoring a goal. They'll sit there. They'll let Man City have the ball. Um, so it's going to be a slow burner. Um, Manchester City will play in front of them. No corners. Uh, you can go down the ladder as well. I've said under 10. If you want to go down the ladder... Go down the ladder, uh, plus 150 under nine, plus 250 under eight, all the way down to nine to one under six. So, yeah, start at 10 and head down into the basement. That's where we're going. I, saying t- uh, someone should go down the ladder sounds <laughs> diabolical. And I was surprised, <laughs> surprised Sean didn't perk up there uh, when he heard you uh, slandering the Italians. Oh, well, that's you one know. of Sean's favorite pastimes. <laughs> or is it just Italian Americans? It's Italian Americans. They're the legit Italians. They're fine. It's, it's something's <laughs> lost in when they come over the Atlantic. Uh, it just doesn't translate. That's all the olive oil in, in the sea right now. It's, they get greased up and then they show up slippery, on the shores. Slippery. Uh, fellow horse racing expert, you know him from the notorious OTB podcast, our horse racing uh, podcast on the SGPN network, the Wolf of Oakland. What's happening, Wolf? And not not a lot. I'm glad that the cloud from Ghostbusters Two has left the New York area, and that we're able to to run horses. I didn't know what I was going to do with myself, except for maybe just like weep openly if they had to push this thing. <laughs> oh man, that would have been uh... well. And, and the East Coast was like collectively learning how that, in a lot of cases, they just kind of let the fire burn because there's no one living there and it's just normal to, to let the just fire. Part of what nature. Do you mean? You're, you're not going to stop at the Belmonts this weekend. <laughs> yeah. We got to get to the Belmont. <laughs> How uh, unfair. Don't take this from me, <laughs> please. No. Yeah. 
here talking uh, Belmont. Lot to get to. Uh, yeah, and obviously we're taping this live on a Friday. YouTube.com/slash/sportsgambling podcast. Make sure you Smash! that subscribe button. Get in here, uh, and we're going to be talking about some Saturday races. Thirteen races on Saturday, starting off with race nine. Six furlongs, four hundred thousand dollars up for grabs. It's the Grade One, uh, Jiper Stakes. <laughs> How do you pronounce it, Ryan? Uh, that's what I would have said. Jiper, Jiper. You got it. Well, you got Wolf, it. Give like me I'm... the official pronunciation. The Jiper. I would Jiper. go with Jaipur. <laughs> Jaipur. I like. It's I'm a not... town in India. I think we have a. Oh, there's okay. a beer named after it. Over an Indian pale ale. Um, I quite enjoy your pint of Jaipur from time to oh. time. Jaipur. They All colonized right. India, so I believe them. Yeah. Oh, pour, yeah. Pour me a pour me a Jaipur. All right. Uh Wolf will let you get started here. Oh. What are we thinking for race nine? It seems like you're uh I, I see in your notes here, you're thinking this could be a little bit of a chaotic race. Yeah, uh, it's a very full field. You're talking 14 horses in this short six furlong sprint. Uh I could easily see a horse winning at massive odds here. Um, I went with something a little bit more conservative, but I'm gonna use some horses with massive odds around it to try to put it in an exact of the hits uh, fairly well. But I, I was drawn to the eight arrest me red here at six to one uh, trained by Wesley Ward. Uh, one that Mal knows well, because he runs a lot of horses at Royal Ascot as well as here in America um, due for a breakthrough after not winning a race since about May of last year uh, finished second by a neck, uh, I believe, or a half length uh, in this race last year. I think that this horse is going to get a great pace setup. It's kind of just had bad, bad luck for a while. And uh, I think it kind of breaks through here. Uh, so I, I really like a rest me red uh, to win this race at six to one. Ooh. All right. A little six to one action to uh, kick uh, things off. Taking some notes over arrest here. me red. I always like to try to do the math on the uh, horse name. Arrest me red. Uh, do we, do we, do we know the background of that horse name wolf? Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I hope that it's uh smell you know, Panama red involved or something mm. like someone, someone got searched in college, Woo, you know, back in the seventies, busted with some Panama. Oh, what, maybe it's a throw, red. throwback to the, that 70s show. The dad was named red. He was a real hard ass. Uh, what about you? Uh, what about you, uh, Mal? Any, any leans or picks here for race nine? Yeah. Sometimes you can't see the wood for the trees. And this seemed like one of those occasions that a horse in this race called Casa Creed, uh, number 11, okay. which is a five to one shot. Um, now it has won this race the last two years. Um, it ran really well last time in Saudi Arabia. It was only beaten by one horse that kind of pinched the race from it on the rail. Visually looked very pleasing. Now the old saying, you probably heard horses for courses and there's a, uh, a similar train of thought about horses at various times of the year. We had this conversation um, about the horse called Glass Slippers a couple of years ago in the Breeders' Cup, um, which during various times of the year can be quite indifferent. And then you would take it over a certain trip at a certain distance and you get it out of the horse box on that day and it's a different animal. This is Casa Creed in this race on Saturday. Mm. Um, it's just set up. I don't know why it won't win again. We often see this that after the event. You're going to say, yeah, this is obvious. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's a five to one shot because there's a... Um, there's another horse in here called Caravel, which is the favourite. And that's making the price for, for Casa Creed. I think it's an outstanding five-to-one shot. Like, um, you see, horses for courses, he's already proved it twice. He's in great form. There is zero reason 
and why you can't do this again. Now, Malcolm, uh, people accuse me of always crowbarring the Eagles, but I think it actually oh. this reference works here. <laughs> is Casa Creed and the uh, the Widener Turf Course is it much like Boston Scott when he plays the New York Giants? Maybe doesn't show up in other spots, but when he's playing the Giants, this is the team he gets his anytime it's touchdown sh- at, and at plus five hundred, uh, similar similar uh, similar price strange. to a uh, Boston Scott touchdown. I'm all in fully indoctrinated because that completely <laughs> tracks to me. Like I, I'm on board. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it Dog, works. Yeah. yeah. Four touchdowns for seven yards and a two point conversion. Yeah, there you 32 go. fantasy points for Boston Scott. <laughs> Easy. The Boston Scott octopus. I mean, I'm I'm all in on Casa Creed just off that analogy alone. I see you uh, <laughs> what number is that horse? <laughs> Eleven. Okay. Just Oh no, that's Carson Wentz's number. All right, I'm gonna have to think about this a little bit more. <laughs> 11's actually good now. It's AJ Brown. So we're, we're, we're Carson clear. Wentz number house <laughs> of creed. Mm. What about, uh, do you, I, I see you also have a, did you mention your exact a box here? Um, Wolf? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to use two other horses with the rest. We read the first one's going to be the three air force red. That's 12 to one uh, for Leonard Powell. Uh, it's got Johnny V up. This horse is going to send go early. Sometimes on stakes days, these tracks are really just kind of maintained in a way that really promotes early speed. Uh, so I like that shot at 12 to one, and then I'm using it also with the 10, uh, big invasion at six to one for, uh, Christophe Clement and, uh, Joel Rosario. That pair is dynamite whenever they team up together. Uh, and this is about the time that they really start heating up, uh, for the year, uh, heading into like the Saratoga meet. So uh, big invasion, definitely on my ticket for the exacta, which would be uh three, eight and uh 10, uh, box together. Air Force Red and Arrest Me Red. That's it's just interesting. They both related. have red in their name. All right, sweet little uh, little exact box there. Getting going in the nine. I like I like Casa Creed and Arrest Me Red. Maybe I'll do maybe I'll do an exact box with just those two guys. Ryan, what are you? Any thoughts on this race? Any uh, any leans uh, based so on there? So ba- basically, what I what I've heard. I just want to make sure as the courtroom sti- mm. is it stigno- stigno- Stenog- stenographer. stenographer. It's a tough <laughs> word to say. Casa Creed eleven, uh, Malcolm fancies. Yes, uh, and then we have Chase, aka Wolf, on the three eight ten exacta box, and also really likes the arrest me red eight horse to mm. win. Yes, I'm doing all of that. Oh, okay, yeah, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm betting one hundred percent of the portfolio that these guys are laying out today. Oh, it is, it is a fun, uh, it is a fun sweat. And then if you if stuff hits and you didn't get on it, it's uh, you'll be kicking yourself. Race ten. We have the uh, we're talking about eight furlongs here, mm. one million dollars up for grabs. The Metropolitan Mile. Quick question: How long is a Metropolitan Mile, guys? Is it, is it different than a regular mile? I'll go to Wolf on quicker this than one. a New York minute. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, so it's just everything kind of could change. <laughs> oh, so it's just a sassy mile. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, dirt race. What do we got here? Dirt track. Sounds like something that's going to happen in Florida. <laughs> what do you What do you like here, uh, Wolf, for this race? So, if you don't intend to cry on uh, Belmont Stakes Saturday, um, don't watch the lead up to the Met Mile because it's going to be very heavy on the favorite here, the one Cody's Wish, uh, Cody Dorman, a young man with a rare genetic disorder. Him, and this horse have just this connection. It's very sweet. It's very good for horse racing at a time when they're. Has not been anything good for horse racing as of late. Uh, so 
Cody's wish just looks like far and away the best horse. I think this is your most likely winner on the card. Uh, it's pretty chalky at a three to, uh, you know, I think a seven to five on the morning line. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to make money on, on it by keying it in a trifecta, but I'm also going to try to hit a daily double with this using those three Ooh. horses in the previous race into this one. So, um, and, and just a reminder for people who don't, um, haven't gone hardcore in horse racing daily double of course is parlaying the two winners of separate races. So what you're, what you're suggesting is taking those three horses you like doing three separate parlays with Cody's wish here in the next race, right? Yeah, my bad. That was super inside baseball. That is correct. No, no, no. I just I sometimes <laughs> I forget some of this stuff and I I realize, you know, there there are definitely some casuals popping in here for these uh for the Triple Crown podcast. So just want to make sure people oh, know all the crazy just, ways they can get down just on horse Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, that that was a master class right there what you guys just witnessed. Oh, come on. T- talking shop here, talking horses. I just had a thought too. If 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 Edge Boost really wanted to move the needle, they everyone that signs up would get a pair of those Sweet, sweet edge boost oh, shades. Yes. I mean, uh, youtubecom slash sports game on podcast. I got the horse race. This is not on. a New York I'm air channeling, filter. I'm channeling my Bob Baffert here, and uh, I like Chase's attack here with the daily double. Mal, what do you think about this race? Race ten. I, I, I know Cody's wish is the favorite here. Very sentimental story, but uh, what's your what's your handicap on this race? Yeah, I, I loved handicapping these two races that we're doing um, before the Belmont. They were kind of my uh, more a European style race. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a one mile uh, one mile race around a one turn. The older horse, there's less stuff that can go wrong here. Um, say it's around one turn. They're older horses, so there's less likelihood of something springing a surprise, something running a career best. We when we deal with these classic races, we're dealing with three year olds. We've talked about them coming for the two-year-old year. They could run a career best, and you just wouldn't see it coming. AKA Rich Strike, eighty to one last year. This is you're less likely to have a surprise here. And Cody's wish, you just can't get away from it. And I know Chase is talking about the daily double and stuff. I mean, I'm recording the MLB show next. If I give out a plus one ten winner, everyone would be dancing in the streets. But because it's a horse, you don't feel like it's suitable. Like you don't feel like that's yeah. acceptable. It's got to be 35 to one. I'm not interested. Like just bet this thing at 11 to 10. However, because I know you like the numbers thing. Um, oh, yeah. there's, a, there's some really nice horses around. There's a horse called number five. Uh, charge it is seven to one. Um, it's one over this course and distance before by 23 lengths. Um, and that's fallen apart recently, but can absolutely bounce back. So I think that can chase Cody's wish home. Uh, and there's another horse called Repo Rocks, um, number seven. So that would be my uh, tri-factor, one, five, and seven. But if you want to stay single and be selective, uh, Cody's wish looks like a good thing. Five wins in a row, four grade one wins in a row. The speed in the race, which will help him close, really impressive last time, and has won six for six at this distance. Man, every box you put in front, Cody's wish just ticks it. So yeah, put your money down and uh, and collect your winnings. Move football on. Football bet. Football, football bet. bet. You're football going big there. Okay. Football bet. Yeah, you guys. You guys talk me. Sean's not going to be a pussy. <laughs> no. What are you? What are you not going to play you hear Cody's that? wish? Did you hear that tout earlier? <laughs> talking talking to all the uh, TMZ horse racing fans out there. Oh, come Winners on. Winners only. So, so the 
other way that I want to try to make money out of this, other than using it as a single in the double, when you have a horse like this, like use it in first and as many things as you can, I'm going to use it in first and a trifecta. And then I've got three horses that pretty decent prices that I really like underneath. And the one's going to be the three Dr. Shival. Uh, the other one's gonna be the four hoist the gold at, I believe 30 to one Whoa. on the line. I like that horse Done. to get a piece in the trifecta and then the six Zandon. So I'll be using that three, four, and six for second and third place and Cody's wish on top. Dr. Scheibel. Is that, are you allowed to uh, give a horse a doctor name? I feel like that. Come on, this horse isn't a doctor. What are we doing here? NFL doesn't allow names that have doctor on them. Yeah, that the was it's great. It's only three or four years old. I mean, medical <laughs> medical school is like eight. What are, what are we doing? Yeah, come here? on, are we supposed huh. to believe this well, horse is some uh, sort of what, doctor? What's the horse year conversion? I know dogs. Oh are seven. yeah, do they have a horse year conversion? I know, like a dog year is like eight human years. Or I'm googling it. How long? Is I feel like they're year? rapidly taking years off of my off of my life. Um, <laughs> Three and a half. And I don't know what that conversion. Three and is. a half. All right. So it's still. I mean, this is. Be careful when you're typing. How long is a horse? Make sure you nail that first that first <laughs> don't, letter. Don't put that C. Uh, don't don't put that next C. Year spelled with a Y. <laughs> what you've got to bear in mind is that the horse dog convert uh, the dog human year conversion is just a human construct. It's not a real thing. So oh. I wouldn't get too overbody. We invented that. Yeah. yeah we, we just tried to put an organism's oh. whole perception of reality is our life. Yeah. It looks like about seven years. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Oh, Malcolm, that made my day. <laughs> Malcolm, Malcolm. That's, yeah. My dog's Deep really not 84. Dude. What are you doing, Malcolm? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Belmont stakes, the big race itself, race 12, mile and a half, 1.5 million dollars up for grabs. I'll say this: if I was a horse racing guy, I'd say cash money. They should really have the cash there. Yeah. In the same way, I was just listening to uh, about how Sean like Payton, poker. Sean Payton, before the Saints won the Super Bowl, he rolled out their Super Bowl bonus. It was like two million in cash <laughs> sitting there. Do you remember do that? that? That was a great story. Do have like one and a half million in dollars and what whatever the uh, million dollars in oats equivalent for the horses, and just see like you guys want it. Let's race some horses. I, I love it. That uh, would be excellent. Now, all right, let's start with uh, Baffert. I know there has been some drama about National Treasure. It seemed like a scratch, but maybe back in. What's the latest on uh, Baffert's horses? I thought he was going to have three and then two. Uh, clue us in here, Chase. I I mean, I hadn't heard a whole lot about it, honestly. I, I, I always knew the National Treasure was going to be running into it. I haven't really either okay. missed the drama or just wasn't paying attention. Ooh. I don't know. No, maybe I, I probably completely fucked it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was it Forte? Are you thinking of Forte and the horse that scratched out of the Kentucky Derby? That oh, was the favorite. Is, this is uh, um, all right. I, you he's, know, he's uh, it, listen. He's he spends his time talking to the TMZ fans, so sometimes he doesn't get the, the the small details right. I read one headline about Bob Baffert saying. Preakness winner national treasure in the morning to win the Belmont. Oh, this is great. <laughs> this is great. This Reading is, aloud is great. No, the, great no, podcast. This is great. It's yeah. It's just important for us to look in the mirror sometimes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk I, about the, the, the horses we know <laughs> that are racing that aren't scratch. Uh, bury that. We'll edit that out. Yeah, no, post. 100% will not edit it out. <laughs> well, well, this is my fault. Cause you said like Bob Baffert drama and the answer could have just, I could have yes. just said yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cause there is, uh, he's like TNT <laughs> loves drama. What do we, uh, who are his horses in this race? That's probably a better question <laughs> right now. He's got five to one on the morning line, national treasure. 
your Preakness winner. That that's his uh, his entry for this. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, I, I give the horse a pretty good shot here. Quite honestly, um, I know a lot of people are going to be fading coming off of uh, off of the uh, the Preakness. It's not my top pick, but I, I do think that the way that this race shapes up, Bob Baffert has a, a really good chance to win a Belmont uh, here today or tomorrow. What, uh, Mel, what about you? I know I, I started off as I always do reading your, uh, your great article there, mm, scrolling wow. through some Belmont picks. What's your, what's your take? Uh, give us a little race history. What kind of horses have done well at this race? Um, usually regally bred types and um, all from the top barns. It's kind of a, a bit of a monopoly really. So you look at the, the trainer names, uh, down the list, Bob Baffert, Todd Pletcher, Chad Brown, and you never really, um, Brad Cox is another one, it never really strays far away from that. It's it's an interesting race, and this I think this is more interesting than the than the Preakness, is that after the Kentucky Derby, everyone scatters. Um, really, we said only the winner came back for the Preakness, only Mage came back, because the other horses are either looking after themselves for later in the year, it's a big effort to run these races closer together, or they don't want to take on the winner again. If they've lost it once, why would they come back and take it on again? Um, some of the horses then come back for this race. So you've got, in this race, you've got 40. Now, if you remember, we were doing the Kentucky Derby show. I think 40 scratched live as we were recording it. Yeah. Um, 40 was the favourite for that race. And as we were talking, uh, the news came through of the scratch in that one. Uh, so now 40 is back. Um, it had a bruised foot, um, but was galloping a couple of days later. Uh, so 40 is back. And then you get a lot of challengers who will come back and reappose. Um, I don't think National Treasure, this is a harder race. This is a better race uh, than the race National Treasure would. Everything went right for, for National Treasure that day. Got a really good ride. So I think it's difficult um, for him to repeat here today. It's it's hard to get away from forty, you know. Uh, he was a worthy favourite originally for the Kentucky Derby. Had the form over Mage, the winner, um, and then comes back and really nothing's changed. So if you liked him for the Derby and he was the favourite, then I think you have to you have to like him here. There are some other stuff though, and I know um, there's always called Archangelo or Archangelo that um, that Chase likes, but. I think Forte will win. Forte could win this really comfortably as well. You know, Forte mm. could be a different class. Um, it's then a case of what you want to put in with it, or do you want to play some some win players show stuff? Um, what, what about uh, prices? Is it, yeah, what about yeah, a but, hit show fourteen to one? <clears throat> A, uh, I think you had him on your list there. I, I was reading you right up on him, did a little research myself. Brad Cox trainer, his speed figure has increased in the last six races. Fifth place in the Kentucky Derby. Now, maybe not his race, a little congested. Could this be a breakout opportunity for Hit Show? Currently seeing him around uh, 14 to 1. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. Um, there was money around for him in the Kentucky Derby, he was quite well fancied. Uh, which is a clue in itself. He then finished fifth, uh, which on paper is a good result, but he didn't get a great ride, I don't think. Um, he kind of chased the fast early pace and he didn't need to. Um, and he was, uh, there, there were other horses passing him in the straight as a result of that. So I think he did quite well to finish where he is. Um, it needs to improve a little bit, but what we've just said about these three year old horses, they have improvement in them. 
So yeah, Hitchell for me is absolutely like I've got Hitchell chasing home forty. Um, they would they would be my first two home uh, number six forty and number seven Hitchell. Uh, Wolf, where, where are you at here with this race? What do you uh, and and any sort of handicapping style you use? Specifically here for the Belmont type of horse you like to see and who you like for this well, race. Well, and worth chiming in. Sure. I know Chase was uh, spending some time with Colby. You got the horse bug in Colby because he was <laughs> he was walking around the office showing us the highlight of a Secretariat dominating. Yes. Look at this athlete, athletic achievement. He pulled up a photo. He's like, "This is a photo of the greatest athletic dominance." He's like, "Look, look at this Secretariat's here. The, the horses. He's like, the, the horses are down by Taco Spot, which is like a taco place." A half a mile away from our office, so you really got him worked up on your uh, Arkansas season preview, which is coming out uh, soon. Yeah. But you got Colby all worked up, college football and horse racing. So uh, what do you what do you I'm got here for I'm the? I'm sorry to do that to you guys. Uh, it's this is going to be very much a pace setup that I think is similar to what we saw in the Preakness that actually really benefited uh, national. Uh, National treasure. Um, whenever you look at this race, you there are three things for handicapping a Belmont Stakes. Of course, pace, always pace, pedigree, uh, a mile and a half. There's a reason they call it the true test of a champion. It takes a lot out of a horse for them to run at these speeds for that long, and a lot of them will never do it again after this race. Mm. Uh, and then also, a lot of people think just because of the length of it that horses are you know closers just because of you know. The, they're the the best endurance or whatever. That's not true. You want a horse that's going to be on on the lead or damn near the lead. Uh, whenever they exit that second turn and hit the stretch, the stretch feels like it's about a week and a half long. Whenever you have a horse that's you know on the lead and you're praying for the wire to get there, <laughs> like it's it's pretty tough. So I don't think that this pace ends up very fast. I think I, I, I looked at basically like a the first four horses that I thought were going to be in that block. And uh, picked who I thought was going to be the best, and it, it, it's the three Arcangelo uh, at eight to one for uh, Gina Antonucci uh, with Javier Castellano up. This horse uh, won the Peter Pan Stakes a mile and an eight at Belmont uh, last out on May thirteenth. Uh, the horse just keeps trending up. There's nothing wrong with a horse that's never done anything wrong. We're not betting on how they ran. A couple of weeks ago, we're betting on how we think they're going to run today. And I think this horse is going to take a big step forward. I was actually very surprised because whenever I looked at the speed figures on this race, uh, Archangelo is up there, but is nowhere near the fastest. If you look at thoroughgraphs, which kind of is a holistic number that like looks at form and how much distance they traveled and everything, uh, Archangelo is the fastest horse in the race. Hmm. I we're, really right. we're, we're like deep horse analytics. Right I was going to say this is great that he's he's now doing your bit where he's talking to the common person because obviously we we're deep into thoroughgraphs. Yeah, been, you don't need to explain thoroughgraphs. What do you think those glasses are for? To, that soften the light of the. Well, blues? it's like those uh, those uh, <laughs> Apple um, those Apple uh, glasses. Mine have that, but it just says thoroughgraphs data in quick, here quick, and speed figures. Quick update on the Apple virtual reality. Yes. Dick Olson will be entering oh, no. as soon as possible. Oh, no. Already pre-ordered. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, so, so you're saying if, if you look at the just traditional speed figures, like some pedestrian horse, ca yeah, horse cappers, yeah. like a newspaper capper, like myself, you're, you're overlooking the advanced analytics stuff that, Hey, this actually, the way the type this, uh, the way the course is running that really matches up yeah. with this uh, horse Archangelo. And uh, did you mention the trainer who is uh, Archangelo's trainer? 
Gina Antonucci. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, that is such a great name. I mean, this is Sean's Italian. Against this this is Italian uh, Italian overload uh, right here. So eight to one. And you, do you think it'll close eight to one, or do you think it'll end up being higher odds, lower? How do you see it closing? Uh, you're going to get some price float here uh, because Ooh. for one, you have people who are going to always bet a ton of money towards Bob Baffert horses, especially one that just won the Preakness. Yeah. You have a two-year-old champion who was the favorite in the Kentucky Derby that had to scratch in Forte. Uh, he's also owned by a New York guy, Mike Rapoli. His racing silks are Mets, blue and orange. Going to take a ton Gross. of local money. Uh, you're going to get a big price on Arcangelo. Um, 12 to 1 right now in the futures market. 12 to 1. So. 12 to 1. Arcangelo is 12 to 1 in my country. As we oh, speak. really? It's a future. All right. Mm, that's interesting. All right, so, that, I mean, both of that, res the response I got was at <laughs> that right now. Done. Yeah. I'm in, guys. Thank you. All right. Um, so any of the uh, so Archangelo is your horse, but do you like uh, what else do you like tying to it? Any exacta stuff? Uh, Tri box. What what else do you got here uh, going on the race? You like Wolf? In our super secret company meeting on Tuesday, uh, <laughs> CJ Sullivan actually brought this horse up, and I think he's got a, a legit live long shot. Uh, it's the one tap it uh, tap it shoes. Um, the big key there, tap it, uh, horses from the tap it line slash APND line. That's the pedigree line that you want. Those are the horses that win. It's ridiculous. If you look back through the pedigrees of these horses, it's, you see those names and, uh, there's not a lot of speed. It's national treasure. Tap it shoes is drawn on the rail. He's only got one move, which is go straight and go fast. And if they're not going fast early tap it shoes could maybe we know he's got the blood for it. Maybe wire this race really sneaky. Ooh, all right. What's the I what's mean, the what's the uh, what do you think the price will be on that one? I see twenty to one uh, in the futures market. I think you'll get like fifty to one. Oh, I've got thirty-three to one. I'm seeing. Oh, yeah, okay. Mal Malcolm. Uh, how about you? Tap it shoes. It's a it's a working uh, man's price if I ever heard no, one. Unfortunately, <laughs> no. to be to be uh, genuine have, with you, does uh, it have the smudge of the doom? Sorry. Does it have the smudge of doom? The smudge of doom is nowhere near tapping. Oh, so okay. Well, that's good. Um, Fabulous. I handicapped the horse above it, Red Route One or okay. Red Route One, if you want me to go all American on you, uh, <laughs> which is sixteen to one, and a form line through Red Route One. Um, Tapichu's car. I don't think Tapichu's can reverse the form with that horse. Um, mm. And Red Route One isn't good enough to compete with the other. So yeah. Um, that got a line through it, unfortunately. Again, possible improvement though. So uh, it's one of those things. Um, with um, forty, I've got Hitchu. I, I love um, Archangelo. I love Chase's pick there because of the upside. This is your upside horse, um, and you know you've spoken to me enough times now. Is that I like a potential improver. I use the term unexposed a lot. And Archangelo is unexposed and can absolutely step up. The last time it ran, when it got to the wire, it wasn't stopping. It was still going. The step up in distance might bring up enough improvement in Archangelo here. Don't know what Ryan's laughing at. He's laughing at something I said again. <laughs> oh, no, um, I'm laughing at the so, idea that you're you're with horses. You like them to be growers, not showers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so, I've, yeah, I've got 40 hit show. I put Angel of Empire in there. But I might just call an audible and stick Archangelo in there. Oh, that makes um, me so feel. So they would be my three. That makes me feel good because the the picks that are sticking out to me, my uh -oh. official Belmont Stakes picks, winner hit show, 
Really? And then, and then I, but I will be playing. Really? Well, you know, uh, yes. I, I heard. Show. I heard a night a nice young Italian American lad. Winners, winners, going to be a hit show. I also like uh, Archangelo and Tap It Shoes. So I think I'm going to do win play show on all three of those any, guys any other, and a you try wanna, box. You want to pick any other horses? No, just those three. Just those yeah. three for my try box. Win play show for each of them. Maybe could uh, just pay a massive, massive payout. Kramer, what are you doing here for the 2023 Belmont Stakes? Uh, what, what? Which horse is number one? That's uh, Tap It Shoes. Hmm. That that would be a fun. Do we do we do we put that in the exotics? Ooh. Is that what we do? Set all right. Set uh six one three six exact box or try box. Let's go one three six one three six. So you Forte, got Ar- obviously uh, your your angle on Archangelo is beautiful, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell that for the win. <laughs> I, I I don't even know if you picked him to win. I am gonna pick that horse to win. So I'm going to say I'll exact order, Sean, three, one, six, three, one, six. Yeah. We'll put four in so the three I, hole. I will definitely be playing the, the old pick one, AKA a win bet on Archangelo. And uh, I basically, I built out what is like a price of a box exacta. You get an extra horse if you structure it just a little bit. So I, mm. in first went with the one tap at shoes and the three oh. Archangelo, my two oh. overla- overlays that I really like. And then I wheeled into second, tap at shoes, Archangelo, National Treasure, and Forte. Wow. Oh, man. See, th- this is the problem this when is... we have these guys on, Ryan. He's got I get too many. I get too many bets. They make too many good cases, and I'm right. I'm no. overloaded. I'm overstimulated. Sean, for next year, we need a we need a trifecta, AK or or exact a flowchart style. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, that would be a nice little uh... easy to read for the uh, you know just <laughs> not for us for the TMZ fans or the yeah. guy maybe so the, the guy who's driving. It's hard to yeah, write maybe this. Maybe the Thermograph subscription. Yeah. Um, you didn't. You forgot to renew. Uh, it. Maybe, maybe you got, got a blue light out. Whatever it is. <laughs> oh man. Uh well, thank you guys as always for coming on. Uh make sure you subscribe to the notorious OTB with the Wolf of Oakland. And of course, make Wolf. sure you check out the Premier League Gambling Podcast with uh Mal and uh Baz over there and the MLB Gambling Podcast as well. Malcolm, you said you had a nine to one you were gonna give out at the end. Was that in the horses yeah. or was that a uh I just want to make sure I get every no, bet that's, in? That's the tease for his show. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you'll have to listen Christ, to the, uh, I to the good keep... stuff to get the nine to one. All right, I like it. Pay attention, bro. <laughs> well, I didn't know if he was also also in yes. that show. There's uh, Barry tells a very funny story. Barry's a big fat lad, if you don't know. Um, and he ba- Barry went I- all the way down from the at work on Monday to the from the seventh floor to the ground floor canteen, and then all the lifts packed up, all the elevators. So he had to walk back up. And the story of him getting back from the ground floor to the seventh floor uh, is really worth a listen. So if you've got no interest in football, oh, man, just yeah. go and listen to uh, Big Bass as he was walking to towards the light of what you thought was his Baz, final journey up the stairs on Monday. It's like somebody in Everest. There were Sherpas, <laughs> oxygen tanks. Yeah. Baz, if you uh again to, to Malcolm Point, very, very uh entertaining guy. <laughs> if we ever do a food, a fat guy food podcast, he, I think he's I think you he may have to host it because I enjoy hearing him talk about stuff. And we have 
I feel like we it would be like we would need auditions to yeah. filter it down. There, there are a lot of big guys who like our show. Strangely, guy, big guys like sports and food. Yeah, they go. They really go. And it's one of those things where big guys like you eventually realize that you can make food better, and so you get really yeah. into it. Yeah, like it's smoking not, shit. Oh, he's a, it. You know, it, and Baz is the first guy from the United Kingdom that I know that's in into barbecue. Meats. Yeah, oh, okay. he's he's into barbecue. Oh, he's into he, grilling. He barbecues is cornflakes in the morning. Like the woman next door just slamming her window shut <laughs> because Barry's barbecue and stuff again at ten to ten in the morning. Like the, the overriding noise in their street is the annoyed woman slamming her windows again. <laughs> See, yeah, like I always thought in my head, I never thought of no. people across the pond getting into barbecue, but he is, he is, uh, he's, he's huge into it. So well, they, they, we brought it there though, just mm. to be clear, well, like, uh, just to be clear, we <laughs> clear barbecue came from the Caribbean through, oh, okay. through this country to a uh, back to back there. Maybe not you the should, other way. Maybe you should host it's like food, food jazz. Right? Well, you didn't know that. No, I, I did Barbecue not know. is a Caribbean word, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I believe it. Barbacoa. I, I, you know, we, Our, we can get it. You've been know, talking I, about pulled pork or, or the history of the American. I, I mean, I literally fall asleep to the most <laughs> random shit on YouTube. So yeah, I get. I've gotten into some smoked meat shit. <laughs> I do like how Ryan goes. You didn't know barbecues from the Caribbean. I, 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 listen, my reality. I feel like you fell asleep watching Guy Fieri, and then like uh, a Ken Burns documentary on jazz <laughs> came on like immediately afterwards. I go deep. Like, what can I say? I go oh, deep. Cousin Mush also looking to audition for the. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. For the fat guy food well, podcast. His, his Twitter <laughs> handle is, I believe, it's still R. Maybe it's changed, but it used to be Ri Food Guy. So. Mm. He, he kind kind of a he's Rhode Island foodie, kind of a foodie. So I they you do know, have some good Italian food. He's right to the front of the list too, because you know nepotism and all. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> all right. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Make sure you Smash! that subscribe button, youtubecom podcast. We'll be back live Sunday night, eight thirty Pacific, doing our uh, what is the NBA uh, game five, right, Ryan? Oh yeah. Right Come around on, you know the, that. right around the corner talking hoops. And again, Premier League Gambling Podcast, MLB Gambling Podcast, and the notorious OTB podcast for the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean Second of the Money Green. And he's Ryan. I, I hope the horses are able to get through the air quality up there in New York. Kramer, let it ride. <laughs>